a shot of wrestling episode diamond number 75 and away we go i be busting freestyles and stone cold sudden and hitting the attitude adjustment brothers of destruction undertaker change sit in the fire or get pooed like roman brand get this dude love and you got my back man you're so kind and hit that cactus jack and patty yag the face Runs the place now, so phenomenal and I'm breaking the walls down. You're about to get hit. We going off the script. If you don't submit, you get hit with the super kick. We talk that WWE. It's a shot of wrestling with Green Man and MJT. Welcome. It's your host at Michael J. Putty. Quick correction there, Patiac. It's just Michael J. Putty. Green Man is not here. Green Man could not make it to the studio this week. Sorry, Mark Tolman. Greenman is too busy preparing to do somebody else's show. So you're stuck with me and only me. But uh, that's the way the cookie crumbles and some of their best shows have been me by myself. So hopefully this follows in the suit. It's been a long, long week. Hope it went quicker for you than it did for myself. But this week started off not only with Game of Thrones, but Battleground. Also, Ballers Season 3 premiered. How awesome was that? That's Ballers. Different show. Let's get into Battleground. Aiden English defeated Ty Dillinger in 9 minutes 45 seconds. The New Day defeated the Usos to become the new Tag Team Champions in 13 minutes 50 seconds. Cheesecake knock him over, defeated Baron Corbin via disqualification in 12 minutes, 25 seconds. Natalia defeated Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Lana, Tamina in a fatal five-way elimination match to become the number one contender for the Women's Championship at SummerSlam in 11 minutes even. Good job, Natalia. Kevin Owens defeated AJ Styles to become the new United States Champion in 17 minutes and 56 seconds. John Cena defeated Rusev in a flag match in 21 minutes and 10 seconds. Semi Zayn defeated Mike Canales in 7 minutes and 15 seconds. Bullshit. And Jinder Mahal defeated Randy Orton in a Punjabi prison match to retain the WWE Championship in 27 minutes and 40 seconds. That match felt a lot longer than 27.40, by the way. Uh, multiple, multiple reports are emerging saying that during the Punjabi prison match, a quote-unquote significant number of fans left. The Wells Fargo Center, apparently due to the frustration over how the main event itself was proceeding. Furthermore, report states that the conclusion of the match, which saw the surprise return of the great Kali, really took everything out of the crowd as it apparently did not go over well with most of that crowd. Well, that sucks for them. That was a great return. Good job, great Kali. That's your match. That's your boy. He should return. Fuck everybody else. That was Battleground. Wasn't great. Wasn't, wasn't bad. Much better than anything Raw produced recently. But that's it. Now is the portion where we get into the news. However, before Green Man decided to go to another show, he was kind enough to come to the studio to record an interview with the folks over at Yep, I Like Wrestling to talk about how they started, what's next, and uh, let's get into that right now. Ladies and gentlemen, I am so excited. I mean, beyond thrilled. Like, like, I got goosebumps. 
to let you know who I have with us this evening. It's Yup, I Like Wrestling. Yup, they got a podcast and we're ready to go. So let me introduce you on who we have on our show tonight. We have Sir Wilkins. Are you there, my man? What up, what up, what up? What up, sir? Sonny Sofrito. Como esta, mi amigo? I'm good, brother. I'm good. What's crackin'-lackin'? And just to make sure everything's good and proper here in the studio of Omega, we have Janelle from HR. How are you, my lady? Good, my love. How are you? Oh, we're doing good. Just make sure we don't go off the rails. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> All right, guys and ladies, uh, really excited because about a year ago now, it's going to be a year, I came out through this Yup, I Like Wrestling movement, and I like calling it a movement. So many people are involved in it right now. Everybody's following it on Facebook, on Instagram. There's viewing parties always going on, and you saved my WrestleMania weekend because Michael J. Putty decided to leave me, but you know what? You left us. <laughs> but oh, yep. did he leave you to go? <laughs> he, he went straight. He went to the show, and he left us behind. But we go every oh, year. Met me. You should have met me there. Oh, that's right. Yeah, uh, Danelle's out there. Oh, good to know. Maybe next year. Maybe next. <laughs> but you guys say, saved my weekend. So tell us a little bit about Yup, I Like Wrestling and the humble beginnings of it. Okay, so um, about coming up on six years in September, I, I, I have been creating some uh, Facebook groups on uh, Facebook. A uh, uh, major one was a basketball that uh, we still have. It's called Basketball Things. <laughs> And um, at one point, there was a member that said, hey, you should do a wrestling group. So, you know, I was back into watching wrestling again. So I said, all right, yeah, I'll do it. Uh, started the group. And because people loved the way that we were moderating the group, it started to catch on and it caught fire. Myself and, and, Kervin, and Kervin Delgado, who's one of the admins, we, you know, we worked tirelessly to really build it up and, and build momentum. About four months later, th- uh, three months later, that was when we went to, we had heard that somebody was doing a Royal Rumble viewing party and we were like wait yo that's kind of cool man let's let's go check that out and that's when i met wilkins and uh and scotty that's where the viewing party started and you could throw it to wilkins and wilkins could tell you about how that started all right wilkins we'll throw it to you so the viewing parties are huge you guys do raffles you have wwe superstars come up and i mean any it's open to everybody and that's one of the things that us wrestling fans really like about yup i like wrestling it's it's really become a family and when you go to these viewing parties, you feel like you're you're in your in your couch, chilling with your friends, grabbing a few beers, a few burgers, a nice uh, beverage, some shots of wrestling. So fill us in on the viewing parties. How did that get started? So I used to work for um, I used to intern for this big nightclub company that owns a couple of bars in New York City. So it was. It was the last time Survivor Series was at Madison Square Garden. And I remember I walked into the, one of the bars that they own, they were showing Survivor Series. And I'm super excited. I'm about to watch. And there's nobody in the bar. I, I, I'm baffled. I'm like, how is there nobody in here? There's tons of wrestling fans. So I was like, maybe I could do a part. Because at the time, I, I was promoting for nightclubs in the city. Yeah. So I had a background on promotion. So, but I, I didn't I didn't turn it into a big deal until like I get on the train, the sixth train, to go uptown to, to go home. And I see tons of guys with WWE belts, t-shirts coming from Madison Square. And I was like, there's something here. I have to do something with this. So I, I go home 
I go on meetupgroup.com and okay. I, start, I start doing some research on like, I'm like, is there an audience for wrestling groups in New York City? So I found one group, I contacted them, I said, hey, I'm going to throw a wrestling viewing party, would you, like, would you like to be part of it? And I think their name at the time was United Wrestling Fans of New York. And they said, yeah, of course. So I, I went to my bosses who won the nightclub. I said, listen, I want to throw a wrestling viewing party. They looked at me like I was fucking crazy. <laughs> But I had a good relationship at the time with them, and, and they like they like my family to me. So they said, you know what, do what you want to do, but coordinate the right way. So it's, it's around December. We talk about it. We sit down. I plan it out. And then I was like, okay, the first one will be Royal Rumble because it would make sense because it's such a big event. And we shocked them. They're expecting about 50 people to show up. 250 people showed up. Wow. Nice. Yeah, it was packed. Yeah, it was and the first did. one. It was the first one. And then Sonny was there. Sonny introduced himself like, hey, my name is Sonny. I got to be up on like wrestling group. Let's talk about it. And then in due time, we ended up joining forces and working together. And that's, and that's how everything just came, came together as a team, as a group. And then Janelle, hi Janelle. From hi guys. Hey, there's that sexy voice So again. Janelle was one of the <laughs> first was one of the first people to ever come to the viewing party. Really? Yeah. 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 I, I, I've seen her first relationship. I've seen it go uphill, downhill. So. <laughs> Yeah, Janelle, do you, do you do you keep a bottle of Jack Honey in in, in your desk drawer? I keep a bottle of Henny. Henny, okay, okay. Yes. Love it at all times. Michael J. Putty's kind of girl, man. Yes, right. <laughs> We're, we here in the show are big proponents about wrestling brings people together, and you guys just explained how the viewing parties and how the Yup I Like Wrestling movement brings people together. So, how did you guys all come together? You just mentioned. Janelle uh, from HR was at the first viewing party. So how did Janelle explain how you got mixed into this this group of Yup I Like Wrestling? I got pulled in without <laughs> even knowing I was getting pulled in. <laughs> um, I've loved wrestling since I've been a little girl. Like I was watching ECW at 2 o'clock in the morning with the TV nice. on mute trying to hide that I was watching wrestling so late. But the way I just kept coming. Like like you said, it's a family atmosphere and we built um, the Yup family just just on that, the fact that we are, we all have one thing in common, and that's wrestling. I think the fact that it's very welcoming and opening, and everybody that comes, you know, we always say, come back again. And that was the vibe I got from Wilkins when I first got there was, you know, hey, we're going to have this next month. Hey, we're going to have WrestleMania. Hey, we're going to have SummerSlam. So it became that, and now it's really become this out-of-control big family here in New York. And we have other members all over the world that, yeah. you know, come in the group. They come to New York just to come, come to the viewing party, and we show them a good time. So... <laughs> So, so you kept you know, coming back every week and you were like, I'm I not kept finished back with every you. Every pay-per-view and I was just like, you know, I've seen it from at the first bar and then we went to Nemo's, which is another bar. Then we were yeah. at C36, we were at another bar and now we've kind of just found our home at Legends. So I've seen it go through all the bar stages, all the managers of the bar stages and things like that. But I would just say our core group has never changed. And I think that's the main reason why the group is the way that it is today is because we've all held our own together in a great way and that's Janelle from HR that's right <laughs> now um, wrestling consumes so much of everybody's lives especially for you guys that could imagine you know going to indie shows putting on viewing parties and now the next stage is yup I got a podcast so you know what's going on there uh, uh, Sonny Sofrito what's, what's new with that um, actually this was a, a great idea like we've been wanting to do a podcast for a long time 
Amazon. And the um, people were demanding actually, it pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. I had actually did two like pilot episodes and um, this was a while ago and, and I just wasn't really happy with it because it, it just was, it, it, it felt too much like, it was good, but it, it just felt like too much like what everybody else was doing. And then Wilkins came up with this great idea to to put together a, a first take style format with Janelle, um, and myself and, and Wilkins to, to put, you know, to do something really different that nobody else really has up there. So, you know, our, our to, to have like a, a perspective that we that we're putting out there is 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 nobody else is really doing it. Right. And one of the things so, that I that I like when I listen to your podcast is the relationship between the three of you together. I think that's really important. Um Wilkins, you're you're a wildfire there. You you just shoot off, man. There's so many things that you're passionate about. So Wilkins, other than wrestling, what are your other passions in life? I'm a pretty simple guy, so it's weightlifting, um, training, and big booty women, and that's about it. Like like yourself, like my Jacks. Do you, do you, yeah, so it's a pretty simple life. Do you do the pretty Kofi Kingston twerk? Is is that your dance move in in, in the clubs? Oh, God, don't, don't ever do no? that. No, do no. it. Do it. Do it. No, no, no. Don't do no. it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't, no, don't I haven't. do no, it. I haven't. No, I haven't. Like, so, the, the whole show, the whole show was just basically, it was trying to drive more content in a different way. We were, we had the parties, we had something going on with there, and then me and Sunny kept talking about, though, we need to grow the brand itself. Like, showcase who's part of the brand more, like me, him, and Chanel, and just have something for people to have, more content for people to have instead of just a party. And then we also have, like, questions from the, from the group. So people now people are part of the show as well. So every so every week Janelle put posts um will ask the group what questions do they have. They make up a question like last week these questions like if you could be one wrestler's son, who would it be? Or, or or daughter, who would it be? Like different questions like that. And we pick certain questions and now people are part of the show. Because we're such a grassroots group that we wanna everybody's part of everything. Um, just just something to touch on that I, I should have mentioned earlier. Yeah. One of the reasons why the 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 name is Yep, I like wrestling is because, you know, back in the day when people were wrestling fans, but, you know, it was, it wasn't, it was at a time when it wasn't cool. You know, you ask somebody, hey, you like wrestling? And it was always response was a very understated, yep, you know, yeah, I like wrestling. You know, (laughs) nobody was, no, nobody ever said it proudly. Right. And, and, and what we're doing is basically flipping it into a battle cry. So, you know, it's like you say it proudly, you say it loud. Yep, I like wrestling because before, you couldn't say it proudly because you get ostracized. Janelle, now the current product of the WWE is something that you guys are very enriched in with Yup I Like Wrestling. So how do you think things are going for the WWE with a lot of the new signings that have been coming up? Especially the most recent one, Leo Rush just recently got signed with NXT. What do you what do you think about the density of the of the of the locker room? I think WWE is starting to see that there is value outside of the bubble. I think for someone like Leo Rush who I've seen personally at you know, we have another admin in our group who has started his own wrestling promotion called Violence and Suffering and that was the first time I even heard of a Leo Rush and to be an independent scene and to grow I think WWE is starting to realize that there is more value to outreaching instead of it being the typical I'm 
seven feet tall and 250 pounds to adding more value, I think, to the product, I think, is where they're, they're heading. Are you guys uh, interested about the May Young Classic, Sunny? Yes. Yes. I'm extremely yeah. excited about that. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'm, within the past, within the recent couple of years, I'm really, really, really enjoying all the women's matches. I mean, they've really stepped up their game and, and really brought in some women that are really killing it nowadays. So I actually look forward to that match. Before I used to kind of like, you know, it was, as for many people, it was a popcorn match. The bathroom break, yeah. Yeah, exactly, the bathroom break. So do you have a front runner for winning that tournament so far? Sonny? Oh, um, I'm sorry. I wasn't sure you were talking to me. Uh, you know what? I got to look to see who um, everybody that's in it, but um, it, it's I think it's going to be wide open. Um, it's really hard for me to, to really break down who's in it because I haven't really looked at, at uh, everyone that's going to be participating. But uh, just the fact that, that you know, they've, they've gone so hard with fo- putting focus on the women, I'm just looking forward to it. Anytime you see women wrestling, I think, I think it's dope. You know, I, I mean, I just... I binge watch Glow, and I'm di- I'm about to go binge watch it again because I'm I'm so I'm so um I'm so high on them. Yeah. How, how was Glow? Was it good? I loved it. Um, I thought the writing. You was haven't great. watched Glow yet? What are you doing? Michael J. Putty has some homework to do. Yeah, he's been uh, a little busy editing and producing over here, making the Green Man look good. Yeah. <laughs> 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 It, it helps that, it, like, I, I gave, I, I immediately gave it a shot because of Allison Bree. Oh, yeah, Because totally. uh, I, was, I was a fan of hers ever since she was on Community, and okay. she's done some other movies that she's been really good on. And once, once I saw she was in it, I was like, all right, you know what, this is gonna be interesting. Once I saw it, I was like, wow. Like, like the women in that in, in that move, in that series committed, and I just can't wait for season two. If they hopefully they'll do it. If as a wrestling fan, you should watch it because they respect the culture so much in, in that show. The way that, the respect that they show for the wrestling culture is so high. Chavo Guerrero trained all of them. Oh wow, interesting, interesting. Yeah, facts. So yeah, they they gave a. a, a a tribute to his dad. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah so check it out. He died during the uh, during the taping of the show. Oh wow, okay. I'll keep an eye out for that, sir. Yeah, get your ass on that. Yeah, uh, we'll do. <laughs> so we're Yo, wrapping. What's up, buddy? We're wrapping up our time here. What is in the future for Yuppa Like Wrestling? What's you guys got your own podcast now? What's next? Um, uh, well, a lot of things are next. So the biggest thing is continuing growing the brand in general and having a, on a bigger stage and also having viewing parties outside of New York City. Mm, interesting. Well, that's one of our biggest things that we're trying to do is having parties outside of New York City and pull the channel because we really want a, a yuck channel. Oh, very where you interesting. Can go, where you can go for, for, for content. Yeah. Different types of things on the part, viewing parties, interviews, even segments with, with one of our admin doing their own particular segment. So basically, it's, going, it's adding more content to the, the Yep channel and also getting the viewing parties outside of New York City. We talk about expanding the brand. It's the Yep I Like Wrestling brand. Do you see it going to Yep I Like Baseball or Yep I Like Football? Do you see that Yep being your brand or is it just wrestling? Well, we're kind of already there oh, um, okay. because okay. because of the other the sports groups that we have. The wrestling is the signature, you know, the, the main brand, but there are other brands that, that we have. Um, like I said, the basketball one is bas- it's called basketball bench. I don't I, I don't know if we're ever gonna do yep I like for every single type of situation only because I don't want to like we don't want to really like play it out yeah. and it's kind of and and it's more special to to the whole yep I like wrestling ideology because of the whole understated you know mantra and everything. But um you know we have basketball bins we have comic four one one for the comic book heads uh, uh, we have a baseball one that 
we have a baseball group on Facebook, but we're going to rebrand it and expand it um, at some point. And we also have a football group that's really big, too, called One Word Football. And uh, we also we, we have we have a lot of stuff that that we have already going on as solely uh, groups on Facebook, but that we're gonna be doing the same with with them the way we did it with uh, yeah. It's just a matter of getting ourselves kind of like to that to that point where we can start focusing on another brand after we we feel good that we can put stuff in autopilot. Sounds good. As you guys are expanding, one of the great things about yep, we got a podcast is we actually get to know you guys a little bit closer, a little bit more intimate, know the relationship. And I think that's one of the things that really works with your podcast. Um, so if there is anything, because you guys are always just together, you're talking about wrestling, is there's anything that you have to, that you would like the fans to know about you? What would that be? And we could go around the room here. So Janelle, what would that be that's something that you want the fans to know about you as a person that maybe they don't get or they haven't gotten yet through the first few episodes of Yup, We Got a Podcast? I know it's hard because everyone that I feel like everyone knows me probably the most because I'm probably the more friendly one out of the two of them. (laughs) (laughs) So like I just feel like it's odd. Um probably the thing that they're seeing is just me being in front of the camera. Like as much as a social person I am, like the me being in front of a camera is very not me. So I think actually seeing me in, in doing this and talking about, you know, wrestling, you know, for all the YouTube land, I think it's the one thing that they're learning. I can step out of my comfort zone and that's more I think of a personal definitely a personal goal of mine so I'm kind of glad the boys convinced me to do it so that's why the one thing is that I'm out of my comfort zone I'm in front of a camera and talking about the good old WWE and and, and other wrestling promotion Sonny is there anything that you would want the fans to know about you that they haven't gotten yet in the what six eight what is it eight years of Yep I Like Wrestling in the in oh about six years but uh, I guess we could just you know to dispute what Janelle just said, I'm actually really a baby. So, you know, I, I'm not I'm not as here as, you know, people may think I am or, you know. Uh, that, honestly... You're a Roman um, Reigns, Mark? <laughs> nah, hell no. <laughs> uh, all, right, so maybe, all right, so maybe I'm a bit of a heel. So, um, no, I, I mean, honestly, something that people, that, that people don't know about me or may not know about me because I, I, you know, as... Same as Woken. I was someone who I was doing nightclub promotions. I was doing a lot of stuff, a lot of a lot of events. I kind of stopped losing the passion for it because of the fact that um, I just didn't like the the culture of the of the club scene. I just was kind of getting bored of it and and just plain old losing love. He was for it. partying too much. He was drinking too much, and he was slapping <laughs> too many booties. He was tired of it. He's like, yeah, my life. Nah, 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 nah. You know what? Actually, it was then where when when I came up into the scene, I was doing parties and people. Were coming out and they were coming out to have fun when it became everybody was just coming out to become to for it to be a status i just i just didn't like the, the i stopped i stopped enjoying what i was doing gotcha Fast forward to me working with Wilkins. This has been one of the best times of my life because these events, it's they're it, it's really they're really fun. Um, it's reinvigorated like my passion for something that I've always loved to do, which was doing events. And you know, say what you you know, people like to always put the wrestling fans in a corner, and 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 you know what, wrestling fans are the most genuine people you will ever meet. I, I pop for everybody that comes through because. 
I'm always meeting so many different and really interesting people. And that's what makes our events so much fun and, and such a joy. And, you know, it's just, I'm at a point right now that I'm so much at peace because I'm enjoying everything I'm doing right now. Love it. Love it. Sir Wilkins, SummerSlam right around the corner. I'm sure you guys going to have some stakes in there. What do you guys got planned for the hottest, the biggest event of the summer? We can't tell you that. What? I, 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 we, we can't get an exclusive? No. <laughs> I can't. Am, am I going to be able to go to a viewing party at least? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, you're VIP at this point. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll we'll hold we'll hold you a couple. Of- oh, yeah, yeah. Lovely. We'll take and care of you. Hey, we can't. You can't tell you what's going to happen or, or what I'm going to wear, but you can you can you can get a seat. I, I gotta I gotta I can, profess I can my love you to you, Sir Wilkins. Two, two spots. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta profess my love to you. I love a man who loves the cosplay. I love a man who loves the cosplay. Yeah, man. It's, it's you gotta have fun, and that's the the beauty about the viewing parties is that people can come there and be themselves. Nobody's gonna yeah. judge you. You come in there, you hang out, have a good time. It's it's kind of like a mini escape from reality. Yeah, it's a safe place. Yeah, it is. It's a safe, and it's a fun place, too. Like, in, if there's ever, ever any issues, we take care of it personally. And we've actually trained the staff. Like, every venue we had to, we've gone to, we had to train the staff how to deal with the wrestling fans. Actually, Wilkins trained the staff because he's freaking awesome at that. Yeah, so we always talk to the staff, like, listen, these are great people. Take your time with them. And if you have fun with them, you're going to have a good time here. Yeah. Because a lot of these spots are used to, I would say, like, like nightclub people who come in there, get a drink, and then they leave and they only have to interact. I had to teach these girls, like, listen, come in here with a smile on your face. It's going to be a good night. Just try to enjoy yourself. As long as you do that, you're going to have a good night, and that's it. And they all have... We've had girls who love just coming to the wrestling event, who love just working it, and that's it. They're like, we love working at these events because we have a good time. And it's, the, it's, hmm? Go ahead. No, it's, it's, it's these girls working with them has been great, especially at Legends, because they understand that wrestling fans are loyal. Like any any bar we ever worked at, there'll be like a middle of the. I'll, I was walking there on a Wednesday, and I'll see people from the Yup Group just hanging out at the bar having a drink. It's cool, yeah, and it carries over. It, it just shows. It just shows the substance that that wrestling fans have when it comes to like events and coming to venues. I think one thing that maybe you guys should add for the Green Man, maybe it'd be a, a little wrestling karaoke. Because I'm, I'm a good singer. I like to think so. We could do a wrestling you karaoke. Can one. I hear you sing? Can I hear you sing? <laughs> no, please don't do that. No. Uh, oh. Wait, who can sing? Wait, who's singing? I, 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 do I, the, I do the Randy Orton theme very well. So if you guys ever do a, a, kari- a wrestling karaoke, I am there. Um, you know I- what? It's so, it's so funny you mention that because I love karaoke. And every time I go karaoke with friends, especially that like wrestling like I do, we do like two songs or a must. We do Into the Sandman. And we do cult of personality every time. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I love having you guys here tonight. And it sounds like it's a big promo for Yup. I like wrestling and the viewing parties. And Yup, we got a podcast. But it really has been about wrestling bringing people together. So, Sir Wilkins, Sonny Sofrito, Janelle from HR, thank you very much for carving out some time and spending it with us here on A Shot of Wrestling. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much, man. It's In the News with Michael J. Putty and the Green Man. Thanks, Larry Legend. As we mentioned before, the great Kali returned during Battleground to help Ginger Mahal defeat Randy Orton. The reason for his return, according to Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer Radio, is because WWE wants to use his 
help to get gender over more. Their original push of gender hasn't really seen an upturn in revenue in the India market as they had hoped. But Kali is a much bigger name and something of a legend over in India. So they hope by aligning Mahal with him, the upcoming weeks will see an upturn in revenue for merchandise and the WWE Network subscriptions. Good luck with that. But the Hindi commentary team was pushing Jinder as a babyface during his match with Randy Orton. A user at Reddit known as India Fan India WWE Fan 1 noted that one of the announcers stated that and I quote 1.3 billion people are supporting him and that they will lead him to victory. The announce team also kept referring to Randy Orton as an evil American. As we reported just now, Jinder has been getting a lot of issues getting over in the Indian market. So, see what happens. Hopefully the Hindi team can get him over. Hopefully Great Khali can get him over. Something can get him over because Jinder Mahal is... No, he's awesome. He's doing a great job. Those of you like Irwin don't see it. But, you know, he's not doing a bad job. In other news. NXT Women's Champion Asuka continues to surpass milestones as champion. It's worth noting that in comparison to other WWE championships, she has surpassed Demolition's record as the longest reigning team to hold the original WWF tag team titles at 478 days. Back on July 29th, she surpassed the New Day as the longest reigning team to hold the WWE Tag Team Championships at 483 days. And on August 17th, she will surpass the Rock and Robin as the longest reigning WWF Women's Champion at 502 days. Who? 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 Can stop Asuka? Well, like I mentioned a week or two ago, I think it's the winner of the May Young Classic. What do you think? Dial it up. 619-343-3005. In other news. According to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, WWE officials have been talking about doing another superstar shakeup sometime shortly after SummerSlam. In addition to trading superstars between Raw and SmackDown and calling up people from NXT, there is even some talk about sending superstars from Raw and SmackDown down. To NXT. According to the report, it would most likely be superstars who spent time in NXT before but aren't being regularly used on the main roster. If this happens, it could be an indication that superstars will be spending time back and forth between Raw and SmackDown a couple of times a year instead of only once a year. Who do you want to see shook up? Dial up 619-343-3005. In other news. As reported some time ago, former WWE and WWE superstar Raven and Buff Bagwell filed a lawsuit against the WWE, which basically stated that they believe the talents who appear on the network should get paid royalties, especially since the network has overtaken the sales of the WWE DVDs. Apparently, They had contracts in WCW that stated that they 
would be paid royalties for having their likenesses appear in any form of media, including quote-unquote technology yet to be created, which they claim would now include, of course, the WWE Network. Since WWE purchased all of WCW's assets back in 2001, they claim that WWE is now responsible for honoring the terms of those old contracts. WWE filed a legal response to this in late June, a couple weeks ago, which basically stated that they do not believe that they owe Raven or Bagwell any new royalties from the network and that they want the case to be dismissed. We will keep you updated. In other news. In an interview with Noel Foley for Ringside Collectibles, Charlotte spoke about the possibility of a match with Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania. And I quote, Well, I would say that I would still have the undefeated pay-per-view streak, but Bailey crushed that. I would win, and I would show her who the real Four Horsemen is. On the May Young Classic, she mentioned, and I quote, I sat in the audience both days and watched every single match. It made me want to work that much harder. I was so inspired, especially because I had had a different background and want to watch these women who have traveled all over the world, living their dream, and then seeing them in the NXT ring, knowing that their dream is being fulfilled. It's one more step in the women's revolution, but it's also showing the world that we could have a full show of just women. These stories and the impact, aggression, athleticism, and superstar power is just as evident in women as it is in men. Do you think the WWE can pull off an all-women show? Dial it up, 619-343-3005. In other news. Bruce Pritchard recently revealed on his Something to Wrestle with, with Bruce Pritchard podcast that both the WWE and WCW were interested in bringing in O.J. Simpson. According to Pritchard, Simpson was actually penciled in to be Rowdy Rowdy Piper's opponent at WrestleMania 12 instead of Goldust, and that match would have been put together where Piper would have completely destroyed Simpson. Apparently, Simpson's representatives were actually in favor of it because it would have garnered a good paycheck for Simpson, but due to the fear of backlash, WWE decided to scrap those plans. Pritchard also revealed that when Vince Russo was in charge of WCW Creative in the year 2000, one idea was brought up to bring in O.J. Simpson to do a lie detector test live on a WCW pay-per-view. The idea was squashed by WWE officials, not surprisingly. In other news. As we previously reported, former TNA and GFW World Heavyweight Champion Magnus has reportedly parted ways with Global Force Wrestling. It now appears that Brandy Rhodes, Matt Morgan, and Madison Rain are all possibly gone now, as well as they have been removed from the active roster on ImpactWrestling.com. One of the big reasons why these talents may have been leaving GFW is to, due to the recent contract changes that have been reportedly been instated. It was reported by the Wrestling Observer Newsletter that GFW will now be taking 10% of the pay that their wrestlers make from any independent bookings. And on top of that, GFW talents will be apparently not paid for any royalties off merchandise such as shirts and DVDs, which are being sold by the GFW that contains their images and likenesses. Good job, GFW. That's a fucking 
bullshit contract. Love it. In other news, Small Joe was recently interviewed by Drew Garbato on his radio show for Tampa Bay 102.5 The Bone. He explained that Brock Lesnar doesn't do much planning for his matches, saying, and I quote, when you're going in there and you're going to get it in with Brock Lesnar, Brock isn't going to work on a lot of stuff. He's going to want to go out there and he's going to want to get it down. So like Brock's not a pre-planned dude at all, man. So you just go out there and do it. For some people, it trips them up. But for me, I'm like, if we're going to scrap, we're going to scrap. In other news. Everybody wanted to be me. Every man. Because I had the nicest clothes, the biggest cars, the biggest house. And the more women. And I was the best wrestler. That's right, folks. You just heard the teaser trailer for the 30 for 30 Ric Flair. ESPN Films announced this week at the Television Critics Association press store that its 30 for 30 documentary called The Nature Boy will premiere on November 7th at 10 p.m. Eastern Time on ESPN, directed by Rory Kampf of I Hate Christian Lettner and The Book of Manning fame. They will take an inside look at Flair's story, including his triumphs, his tragedies, and his pivotal role in turning professional wrestling into the mainstream sports entertainment business that it is. 3430 executive producer John Dahl said, and I quote, This film was basically born out of working with Rory Karp on our I Hate Christian Latner documentary. Rory interviewed Ric Flair for his take on sports villains and wanted to do a film on him next. After watching that interview with Latner, we were convinced that Rick would be a fascinating subject to explore for our first feature-length 30 for 30 on a pro wrestler. Nature Boy features in two in-depth conversations between Karp and Flair over an 16-month span surrounded by interviews with those closest to the man himself, including Triple H, Hulk Hogan, Ricky Steamboat, Baby Doll, Tully Blanchard, The Undertaker, Arn Anderson, Shawn Michaels, Sting, and Road Warrior Animal, as well as his first wife, Leslie Jacobs, and children, along with others who know the man best. In other news, there is a rumor making the rounds that WWE is planning on doing a match between Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon. David Meltzer speculated that the segment on this week's SmackDown where Shane forced Owens to defend the U.S. title in a triple threat match may have been the beginning of WWE's plans to eventually have Owens and Shane square off inside the ring. If the WWE does decide to book this match, it could very well happen at SummerSlam. In other news. Now a story straight out of the what? Files. A story has emerged involving Braun Strowman and Karen Jarrett, wife of Jeff Jarrett and ex-wife of Kurt Angle. The alleged incident reportedly took place on Monday, July 17th down in Nashville. Braun Strowman and several other superstars were at a local bar after all, and Karen was there as well and approached Braun about getting an autograph for her and Kurt's son. Braun apparently didn't know who she was and didn't want to sign an autograph and may have acted rudely towards her. 
when Karen told him who she was, and that the autograph was for Kurt's son, and that she was going to tell him that he was being rude to her, Braun became much friendlier and was allegedly begging her not to say anything to Kurt. One version of the story that's going around is that Braun literally got down on his knees to try to persuade Karen not to say anything about it to Kurt Angle. Karen reportedly did not accept this gesture and did say something to the effect of, not only, you're only doing that because now you know that I'm going to tell Kurt, even if it wasn't for Kurt's son, you shouldn't have acted that way. Braun then reportedly told her that she was right and that he was very sorry for behaving that way. Good job, Karen. Braun, you're a dick. You shouldn't... I mean, I understand you guys have bad days. He's worked a long night. Now he's at a friend's party to relax, unwind. You don't want to sign autographs. You don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be on. But if you want to sign an autograph, you're in that business. You sign that autograph if you want to go places. You never hear of Miz being that way. You never hear of John Cena or Randy Orton acting that way. So, Braun, make sure you get your act together. In other news... This week, 2K revealed their WW2K18 Collector's Edition, which shines a spotlight on the legendary 15-year career of John Cena. The latest offering pays tribute to Cena through a wide assortment of memorabilia and digital content. Some features include playable versions of Batista and Rob Van Dam, two of John Cena's legendary rivals. I guess I'll put quotes around legendary. Playable version of Cena recreating his appearances at ECW One Night Stand in 2006 and WrestleMania 27. 26. Get rid of Roman numerals. An exclusive Mattel action figure featuring John Cena with Cena, Cena Enough t shirt options. A fantastic limited edition commemorative plate that includes a piece of the ring mat from Cena's historic 16th world title win at Royal Rumble 2017 as well as a hand signed photo from the man himself only 30,000 copies of the Cena Nuff edition will be available at participating retailers later this year all copies will be available for the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One exclusively so yours truly read this and it was about to drop everything and run to his local GameStop to upgrade his pre-order to this collector's edition. However, the suggested retail price for this is $149.99. Yeah, I don't know if I'm ready for that just yet. In other news. Harley Race recently spoke to Sports Illustrated on how he feels after breaking his legs back in June after a fall at his home. And I quote, right now, it's the legs that aren't bothering me. I'm sitting here now with two legs that aren't very good. They're en route to recovery, but I'm right along with them. In a little amount of time, I'll be walking again. As somebody who knows what it's like to see somebody trouble walking. Good luck, Harley. Quick recovery. In other news. Jeannie Clark, the ex-wife of Stone Cold Steve Austin, recently revealed in an interview with the Dirty Sheets podcast... That Steve Austin did not attend Owen Hart's funeral. She claims that Austin never truly forgave Owen for the neck injury that he suffered during their match at SummerSlam 97. She also claims that Austin was upset about the fact that Owen apparently, allegedly, never apologized about it. Then Austin suspected that he may have done it on purpose. 
Come on, bro. Get over it. He didn't do it on purpose. Relax. But in a very sad story to report, Stone Cold Steve Austin has lost his best friend, Hershey the Wonder Dog. He did announce that on his latest podcast, Austin Unleashed. Uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to you because I know how, how it's like to lose a pet. It's like a part of your family. In other news. For those wondering what Renee Young will be up to now that WWE canceled Talking Smack, she is back working as a Raw correspondent alongside Charlie Caruso. She revealed on her official Instagram that she'll be working with both Raw and SmackDown from now on. She has been SmackDown exclusive since the summer, but returned to Raw this past week. She joined Cena having the official title of Free Agent. In other news. WWE Universe, welcome to the Rogue Edition of Smacking Talk. I'm Renee Young. This is General Manager Daniel Bryan. The very first edition exclusively on Tout. Thank you, Tout, for supporting us in this endeavor. Uh, Somebody's got to do things on your own, you know? Yep, sometimes you do. Yep, sometimes you got to do stuff by yourself. Following this past week's Smackdown, Daniel Bryan and Renee Young hosted their own Rogue version of Talking Smack entitled Smacking Talk with special guest Chad Gable in which they parodied the whole Kurt Angle, Jason Jordan storyline exclusively on Tout. Yet, I got that clip off Daniel Bryan's Twitter, so let's reevaluate the term exclusive. In other news. At Battleground, Kofi Kingston became the only wrestler to win four different tag team titles. He won the WWE, the World Raw and now SmackDown tag team titles. Xavier Woods and Big E congratulated him on a WWE.com exclusive, which you go and check out. In other news. PW Insider is reporting that Darren Young is expected to make his in-ring return as soon as next month. Mr. No Days Off suffered an injury back in January against Epico on an episode of Main Event, which required elbow surgery to repair Hope he comes back soon, and I wonder if Bob Backlund will be in tow. In other news, WWE NE have confirmed that Total Bellas Season 2 will premiere on Wednesday, September 6th at 9 p.m. Eastern for an eight-week run. He also confirmed that Carmella will join Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss as new cast members on Total Divas for its amazingly seventh season. Speaking of Total Bellas, Nikki Bella and Brie both made an appearance on their YouTube channel while watching Battleground. After watching the women's match, Brie Bella mentioned rumors about Nikki Bella, who has not been seen on TV since WrestleMania due to some neck issues. The rumor was about her coming back to SummerSlam. Nikki said there may be a surprise to come. Will we see Nikki Bella at the biggest part of your summer? Do you want to see Nikki Bella at the biggest party this summer. Dial it up, 619-343-3005. That is all the news this week. Time to get in some, some cheers and heels. A shot of wrestling presents Raw and SmackDown Cheers. And he. My first cheers is... In five years, I've been a tag team champion. I've been a U.S. champion. I'm a three-time 
WWE World Heavyweight Champion. I've won the Royal Rumble, which was in Philly, and boy, it was loud that night. I've been a part of five WrestleManias, three of which I've main evented. And on the last one, that's where I retired The Undertaker. So now, now please, tell me what y'all have done here. Ooh. I'll wait. I know, I know. Nothing. The answer is nothing. That's what I thought. Y'all haven't done anything yet. Yes, that cheer is for Roman Reigns reading his resume of accomplishments and therefore shutting up Braun Strowman and that other guy because there's no comeback from that. Those guys have done nothing. No comeback. Good job, Roman. My heel is Jason Jordan. Boring. I'm done. I think I'm over it already. In week one, I'm done. Checking out. Uh, actually, during this match, I actually totally, totally started. I uh, expected him to start using the uh, angle slam as his finisher. Surprisingly, he didn't do it. Yet, time will tell. A uh, heel the revival disrespecting my girl Charlie Caruso. Fuck you guys. Don't talk to women like that. So does this mean like uh Gallows and Anderson are now like a face? Was that a face turn for them? I guess we'll see. Cheers, Kurt Hawkins. Man, that guy gets his ass beat week in and week out, but however he always, always oozes confidence. That's what you need. Confidence. And maybe he gets lucky one week. Hopefully this is uh, the start of something. Yeah, it's not. I can't even finish that sentence. I'm going to chill something. Uh, there was like some video about Shane McMahon's return back in February. Um, it was an awesome moment. A moment I'll never forget watching. It was iconic. Which I liked. I liked to watch, I watched it over and over again, but I'm not sure why they showed it. There was no reason for them to show it. There was no explanation on why they showed it. So uh, I got to heal that because why are you showing the SmackDown commissioner out of one of the highlights of his career? Made no sense. Going to cheers. That's my, yeah, my final cheers is the Miztourage. When they guys all posing on stage together they looked badass they looked like a awesome faction awesome stable hopefully they're giving some credibility and they're given time and a push and they are treated as such so that's the only time can tell we know people listening we know people take what I say into consideration so hopefully you know, those guys will get a tag team title opportunity in the near future once this whole Hardy Boys fad dies down. Which unfortunately doesn't seem like any time too soon. Well, we're going to talk about, let's move on to SmackDown because Ross sucked. SmackDown, my first cheers, and I'm assuming your first cheers is. It's the return of Jericho! Welcome back, man! 
Welcome back indeed. In the world of spoilers and reports and everyone being a reporter with their cell phone nowadays, this, for me, was a surprise. A surprise surprise because I'm not often that surprised. I stayed away from the news. I don't know if it was on even the news sites Tuesday night, but I wasn't expecting this. It was a pleasant surprise. There are rumors as to the ending of the AJ Styles Kevin Owens match at Battleground not being planned, not being the ending that was supposed to happen. Of course, we know by now that it was supposed to happen, but not many people knew about it. And now we found out why it was to bring back Chris Jericho. Hope he sticks around for a while. Hope it's not just a SummerSlam appearance and he's done. Because, man, that guy did not miss a beat. Which leads me to my next cheers. That main event, that was a great, great match. I will say it here in the end of July. A candidate for match of the year. Uh, that was just badass. I'm going to also cheers Carmella's free Ellsworth shirt. Good for her still uh, holding on to her man, James Ellsworth, because I totally forgot about him. Totally forgot about him. I'm glad somebody didn't. Yeah, free Ellsworth. I'm assuming his suspension is coming up soon. I don't even remember how long ago that was. And when he returns, will people care? Will you care? Dial it up. 619-343-3005 and let us know. Your thoughts on James Ellsworth. My next cheers is John Cena. Now, that's what I'm talking about. I healed John Cena and Rusev a couple weeks ago because that was a boring feud. Made no sense. I saw it already. But here we go. John Cena versus Jinder Mahal. That's what I want to see. Give him a feud. Give him a rivalry that makes sense. But... To go in hand in hand with that, I'm also cheersing the fact that Daniel Bryan did not just come out and give John Cena the title match. He's making John Cena earn the opportunity to get a title shot with a match against Cheesecake Nakamura for some reason. Why not Baron Corbin? Cheesecake. All right, it's supposed to be a good match. Apparently, it's a quote unquote dream match. John Cena can have a match with a mop and make it look good. So I'm assuming he'll make Cheesecake look good as well because John Cena is the man. No doubt about it. Going to cheers Aiden English for finally, finally being able to finish a song. That's his shtick. That's his gimmick. Always gets interrupted. Not this week. He was able to finish his song, and I'm glad he did. Good job. Bravo. Standing O to you, Aiden English. Hopefully there's more to come. Also got to cheer. You got to cheers that beautiful beautiful New Day beat down by the Usos attacking them backstage before their intro and just obliterating them their day one was not H I'm also gonna cheers um, I'm sorry heal no fashion files you build up to something for the past few weeks for battleground something mysterious happens at battleground and then no follow up like now how long will Fandango be missing when will we see the next episode when will Tyler Breeze go looking for him I want to tune into the next Fashion Files let me know what's going on I don't want to wait till SummerSlam I want to find out this week give me more hints at least 
That is all I got for Raw and SmackDown. Let your voice be heard. Not too late to chime in on your cheers and heels. 619-343-3005. Let's get into the ratings. Raw this week drew a 3.067 million viewers, while last week drew a 3.153, which is a decrease of about 86,000. Raw was the most watched show cable uh, show on cable television for Monday night. The show finished second in the coveted 18 to 49 demographic, however, behind, you guessed it, Love and Hip Hop. Only this week, Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Apparently, they're branching out to different cities. So, Love and Hip Hop Hollywood will be the next title you hear for the next several weeks. SmackDown drew a 2.535 million, which is slightly down from last week's 2.548 million. SmackDown finished third for the knife side behind MSNBC's The Rachel Maddow Show and Fox News' Tucker Carlson tonight. I guess a lot of people like their uh, cable news shows, especially on Tuesdays for some reason. It finished second into the 18 to 49 demographic, losing to Dis- Discovery Channel's Sharks and Cities, L.A. But to that, the show has come to an end. No indie talk. A straight up WWE show like we started out. But Greenman should be here next week, so that will go to the wayside. If you can follow us on Instagram at A Shot of Wrestling, you'll notice that uh, there was a beautiful, beautiful, sexy shot of Nia Jax posted. Not by me, by the Green Man. He ruined my next week's Women Crush Wednesday. Fuck you, asshole. I know you're listening. <laughs> so I am now at a loss for next week's Women Crush Wednesday. I can't post the same picture. So if you have a suggestion for this week's next week's Women Crush Wednesday, dial it up 619-343-3005. If you do not want your voice to be heard, if you have a shitty voice, if you mumble and stumble like yours truly, feel free to text. Text it up. If that makes sense, at 619-343-3005. And give me a Woman Crush Wednesday for this week, being that Green Man stole <laughs> my Nia Jax for this week. That's it for this week. Green Man should be here next week with some probably interview with somebody. If you miss Green Man, listen to him on some other show. I'm sure you'll he'll promote it on his Instagram. Hmm. Computer's frozen. There we go. All right. So... Until next week, I have been your host at Michael J. Putty. Oh, wait, hold on. This show is from the fans and for the fans. Make sure you like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Shot of Wrestling, no A. Like us on Instagram. Make sure you go back and listen to the other episodes. And uh, comment, like on iTunes. Push us up in those uh, charts. Let us know. That you're listening. That's the main important thing. Let's know you're listening. Mark Tolman. If you're still listening, who didn't give up because Green Man's left. Green Mark Tolman, for those of you don't know, is the president of the Green Man fan club. All right. Well, I'm done. I need more shots of wrestling. Next week, you'll hear about Green Man's tales of his indie show. He went to Capital Wrestling this weekend down in Hoboken, New Jersey. And I'm sure you get the whole 411 on that next week on episode 76. Oh, a shot of wrestling until next week at Michael Japani. Out. Oh. 
Hey baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh my. And maybe you seem a bit confused, yeah baby, but I got you pinned. Ha 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 ha. But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs>